1: To be back with you folks, we hope this finds you well. So, we've been making our word of the day, we've been dealing with the, this word abuse, and we've been going on talking about the abuses we've seen. This was sparked by a conversation uh, with with a, a missionary brother, or Ron in Asia is what we'll call him, uh, had some questions about abuse, what abuse looks like that we're dealing with. So we've been talking about that, where we're reminded that we're to cast out the scorner and, and contention shall go out in strife. We need to get rid of those people who abuse us. We need to mark them that bring division between us, we need to point them out. We, we need to look out for our kids. We need to look out for each other. We said yesterday and the day before, uh, brother Kevin. We came right out and said, listen: every sixty-eight seconds, a girl or a lady in this country of ours is being abused unacceptable. We need to do everything we can. If one abused, it's one too many. About every five minutes, uh, uh, a boy or a gentleman is being abused somewhere in this country. It's Unacceptable. We as Christians are in a different standard. We mentioned yesterday, just in the day before, just by way of recap, if someone comes into us in the ministry, in Sunday school, in life, and says, I've been abused, we drive them to the police station, we dial 911, we bring them to the hospital, we do whatever's appropriate. We get the police on the phone, we, we don't try to diagnose things, we don't try to do any of that. We got to take care of the physical things first. We got to be right up front to handle that we've got to be all in. We've got to be a hundred percent there, Kevin. And I mean, we're starting this podcast and then we are this broadcast and then we are right in the middle of this thing banging away, Kevin. But I, I think it's important that we do this. Don't you?
2: It, it is. It's very important. You know, I was just thinking as you were talking many, many, many decades ago, three, three, uh, four, almost four decades ago, um, three and a half decades ago, we, uh, my, my family was, uh, just starting homeschooling and uh, we were using a curriculum consultant and that cur- curriculum consultant um, at, at one point knew a mutual friend of ours and his family, his wife and several children. And the curriculum consultant, uh, we found out, had had turned in that uh, mutual friend um for abuse for child abuse on the one child and we were just we it it blew our world apart for a little bit because we had known this this individual and this individual was in uh, ministry he was not a pastor but he was he was in a ministry and um this is in the early 80s really that that we knew this guy from but, but anyway, uh, this curriculum consultant, a woman um, who was helping both of our families, turned in this guy. And I found out much later that um, the guy's a narcissist, and um, he just was so full of personal demons, as they say, and insecurities that um, he could not handle um, his, his own, you know, his own, his own child. And, and he made his child's life miserable to the point that this, into this uh, curriculum consultant, you know, neutral party had to take up the position of advocate. And it's like, you're saying mandated reporter, uh, she, she took it upon herself to say, I'm going to, I'm going to get this kid rescued or get him, get him help. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if that ever happens to us and it's never happened to me, but if it ever happened to to a person, we should be able to say, you know what, I'm going to walk the truth. And if, if there was an unjust accusation, the Bible is very clear about, you know, two or three witnesses and all that. Um, And, and on that angle, i I'm thinking also about, uh, there's another uh, preacher's family. They had a ton of kids, have a ton of kids and, um, uh, someone called the police on her because they saw a couple of their kids in the in the car in the parking lot and i just thought "Ooh, that's not that's that's not good so let's see what the police does well she handled it so well she learned her lesson by the way it was not a hot car and it was no immediate danger but someone you know maybe a little knee-jerk and, and this is what my thinking is. If someone, uh, you know, is concerned for someone in a vulnerable position and we happen to be the one that is, you know, accused or ratted out or whatever, we should never. It does not do our believability any, any good to say, oh, no, you're just, you know, you're just a, a liberal or whatever. You know, I think we need to say, you know what? You know, like we should talk to the police. Like you said, Romans 13, you you know what? You're right, sir. And and I'm sorry, we will not let that happen again. That's what this mother did. And you know what? The thing blew over almost before it happened. But I remember hearing about it thinking, ooh, is this going to spell the end of their church? Is this going to be a scandal? It wasn't at all because of the way they handled it.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's
2: and just important.
1: Yeah, just handle things and again, right away when you know somebody's been physically abused, emotionally abused, neglected, whatever the case may be, contact the authorities. They'll sort it out and God can work those things out. And and you know, we can be paranoid about somebody now. We got to know, uh, you know, once we know there's abuse, once we feel there's abuse like this homeschool curriculum advisor, we move forward. We ended yesterday, Brother Kevin, with these verses. I wanted to go back to them a little bit here. And we talked about Second uh, Timothy 3, 1 through 7. This, know also that in the last days perilous, dangerous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetousness, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness. And folks, be careful of that term. So many people have a form of godliness. They carry uh, a Bible under their arm. They have the fish on the back of their car. They know the right radio stations. But if they're grooming people and hurting people, they need to be disposed of. They need to be turned in. But denying the power thereof, for such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diver's lust, ever learning, and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And uh, so I say all that, folks, to just really i wanted to look at those verses real quick before we go into the other kinds of things we really covered grooming well and i think those before this but you know that word perilous we're we're in these dangerous unsafe times right now and uh we're in the last days and you know and 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 why does this stuff happen because people love their own selves more than they love god and they're lovers of money and they're boasters and they're high-minded and uh, you know they they disagree with things they think they're above the law i mean you're looking at and you know it's talking about people being unthankful unholy unloving unforgiven. people being slanderers and abusers people being without self-control i mean those are the verses we looked at so where does this all come from they'll be brutal they'll be despisers of god they'll be traitors headstrong haughty uh and again so you say well brother doug what does this all mean it all points to somebody who's about self And, and so you, you can see those things, you know, you can see it coming in some people and, and and that's what happens. And, and then as we move along, uh, brother and as we went through the types of discipline we see and answering brother ron's question from asia uh, the name we'll call him is a uh, harsh discipline and, and this really comes down to parents or somebody in authority going too far that causes physical injury and stuff again that's against the law it's unacceptable we need to do those same things harassment there's people out there harassing people we usually see that with with people who are in one of those weaker situations, you know, the abusers always look for people they consider to be weak, people they consider to be in compromised situations, Uh, I read one time about abusers they are always looking for people in marriages that are kind of shaky. They look for, always looking for young people who maybe never had a boyfriend or girlfriend. They're always looking for people that they can work on, manipulate, move in on. Um, And then there's those folks who harass people. You know, they they create this hostile environment and uh, it's just unacceptable. You know, harassment, these types of things lead to suicide. And, um, you know, this is a real deal. And, you know, we're talking about, you know, violating people's personal space, you know, innuendo, gestures, all those types of things, commenting on people's bodies, the way they look, things they should be done. It's just unacceptable. And when we see those things, we stop those things and do everything within the legal parameters to get through that. If we really love people and help people, words like harassment, words like grooming, uh, anytime you hear the word abuse, now it, it, it doesn't, they don't go together. Bullying, bullying. Uh, of course, you know, bullying is uh, totally against what we believe in. It's taken on a whole new level today when you add the word to it called cyber. And, uh, man, we're seeing uh, not too long ago I, I heard of this pastor who was uh, uh, a He was cyberbullying boys, To send him naked pictures and things of that nature and and then would tell him well you've went this far i'm going to tell people if you don't go further and he got caught someone turned him in thank god uh that's the kind of thing when we're talking cyberbullying and then hazing is always inappropriate you see that so much in youth groups and in colleges and and, and workplaces so we got to make sure none of this is going on god is against abuse and and uh, so i know that we're going to go over this over the next half of this but right now we're going to go ahead and give this broadcast just a second here for our radio station we'll be right back Hey, thanks for coming right back with us. We're thrilled to have you uh, again here with brother Kevin and Kevin, this is a lot, man. It kind of takes my breath away. still to be talking about this and I, uh, uh, you know, what are you thinking?
2: I'm thinking this is really an important topic. Everything you just said was so good. and so timely, brother Doug. Um, yeah, there are, there are people today. In fact, there are people listening here that have been abused, I'm sure. And, um, oftentimes the abuser felt they were entitled to, uh, something that they weren't. And like you said, you got to get away from it. Uh, and, and, you know, the Bible talks about ways to deal with things, you know, you go to them. Um, I'll tell you, I, I believe if someone's a strong abuser, in other words, they, um, if, if you get near them, they're going to just abuse you. You need to get someone right off the bat. Like the Bible says, take someone with you and you need to deal with it. And, um, and, and you can, you know, peel all the way, appeal all the way up to what, what the Bible says, you know, um, to, 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 to the police. But, you know, obviously if it's something that's wrong immediately, you go immediately to, to the police. If it's something yeah. criminal, you go immediately to the police. You don't go to anyone else less. They try to talk you out of it. And, uh, then everyone's messed up. But, you know, that's what I'm thinking right off the bat is entitlement. There's this entitlement mentality and, and brother, you said something else that was really good. And all those lists on the, all those items on the list of uh, types of abuse, you mentioned bullying, man, there's things to be said about that, but child abuse, hmm. you know, um,
1: yeah, the harsh discipline.
2: That, the, yeah. Yeah. Harsh, harsh discipline. So I think it's so common and you know, I'm it's, it's, it's hard to kind of hit the sweet spot on, on where, you know, how to, how to discipline children, you know, as far as, you know, the balance between truth and grace and all that, and how not to let things go and, and how to, you know, by the same token, you know, how to be firm, but, but gentle. But I will, I will say this. um, I know for me, I, I, I don't know about anyone else specifically, as much as I know about me, the two areas where I feel I hurt any of my children on abuse. And, and I'm not talking about physical abuse. I'm talking about hurting them, you know, hurting their spirit, wounding their spirit. And and that was, if there was ever a time with one of my children that I, that I vented, in other words, I got angry. The Bible says, the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. So if I hurt my child is because I took God's wrath into my own hands. And he said, vengeance is his. So if I, like, I'm i going to deal with this, I'm going to, you know, nail this down right now. Or if I justified my proud wrath, justified my venting and said, well, it's just, you know, the way I am, I'm, I'm German and, you know, I'm just not the meek, mild mannered person. Uh, all of those are sin and that's and right. It's, it's wrong. And I've had to go back to my children that I did that. You know, there was a couple of times, even as an adult parent, I, God just really smote my heart. And I went back to an adult child and said, do you remember when this took place? And almost always they said, yes. And I said, I, I don't know what was, what I was thinking, but it was wrong. And I'm sorry. And uh, and I uh, and I just want to apologize. I am so deeply sorry about that. And you know what? They forgave me, which was wonderful. So there's two things. That's the first one was venting anger. That that's that can be abusive, especially a, a real wrathful type of anger. You can strike someone and really hurt them, or you can wound their spirit. The second thing was uh, you know the, this whole idea of being uh when you talk to your child uh you using a technique that you got from bad mentoring and there's there was a time i had to go to my child and say look there is a time that you know i i disciplined you this way and i was following someone else's knuckleheaded idea and it was, and it didn't work. It was wrong. And I want you to know, I'm sorry I did that. And I, that was just bad advice. And I, and I was, I was wrong to accept the advice. Well, again, I was trying to make right a, a time where I did something wrong. And that, in in all those cases, it, it, Restored the relationship that a parent's supposed to have with a child, and restored our relationship. And it, and I have a great relationship with all my children today, and I'm I'm thanking all seven of them. But you know, um, how many people are listening here that maybe either need to go back and say, you know what, I I. There was a time period where we sat under this style of um, uh, 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 training. Or, or we went, we attended these seminars, or we did this, or we read this book, and we, you know, you were you were the firstborn guinea pig, and I think all oh, firstborn children are guinea pigs. Uh, it seems like we're, we, you know, we want to be idealistic parents, but where we, we say, you know what, I'm wrong. And so sometimes it's just good to do that. Don't, don't justify yourself. Don't say, hey, we were doing the best we could. Let the child tell you You were doing the best you could, but, but we just need to own it. Secondly, if we um, were venting anger, we need to stop saying I was Irish and I'm Irish. And, and so, you know, you're, or we need to stop, we need to stop the sin of believing that we are our own King, our own God, because we are not on a throne in our, in our, in our home and as a parent i don't have uh, it's not my sphere of godhood where it's everyone's just going to be my servant everyone's going to be doing it the way i see fit we need to recognize i'm a servant leader and if i violate that by thinking that i'm perfect or that i'm seeing things the way they ought to be seen Uh, and I want you to see it the way I see it. And that's the end game. That's the end result. That's not good parenting. Right. And it can turn into abuse because once you feel like you can exercise the wrath of God on, in your little sphere, someone's going to get hurt and there's people I know that sit under that all day long.
1: Yeah. uh, And thank you, brother. And I, I appreciate your honesty and, I I think what you said, I want to comment uh, on some of the good that I got out of it. And uh, a couple things. The first thing I want to say is just thank you for your honesty and sharing some of the mistakes you made. And I certainly made many as a parent as well. Um, But I think when somebody starts thinking, and I love the way you mentioned that, that I'm my own king, when someone starts thinking they know better, or they're devising their own discipline system, or they're raising their kids to fit their paradigm Mm -hmm. for things and stuff, let me just be honest with you, the most screwed up kids I work with and stuff are these people who have parents who kind of devised their own church, you know, these home churches, you know, where these people went to training and uh you know where they say well the parents are responsible for their training and their Sunday school and their you know so these guys would have like home churches with no training behind them or no those kids are screwed up man and thank god yep. he can help them and i'm going you know we're going to spend the next two podcasts talking about how to fix people who were abused but I, I'm just saying to you, folks, if you want to screw up kids, you know, all you gotta do is, is go ungodly, go rogue, try to do things in your own way, try to follow what a man says who takes these Bible verses and contorts them. And, and 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 you know, they they just try to hermeneutically fit them into they'll take three verses from the New Testament and say, Well, these three verses cover everything I'm doing in life. I'm like, hold on a minute. No. There's a whole Bible there, man, and uh, if you're not hermeneutically responsible, if you don't know what the Bible says, you shouldn't be pastoring a church, not even a home church, and some of the most screwed up people I see are, are, are these parents who come in, and, and they're just overly crazy Uh, in one direction or another, you know, they're overly crazy in a fundamental, crazy, almost compound Baptist warlord, Christian warlord, Pentecostal warlord. You can put whatever name you want in there, or they're the complete other end of liberal craziness. Those kids are hard to deal with on either end of that. And uh, having that balanced biblical, uh, wonderful position, some, some may even call a balanced, wonderful, biblical position legal or whatever, but it's not crazy. I've dealt with the crazy ones. I've dealt with, believe me. And, and let me tell you, those people who are far extreme warlord-ish, Christian warlord-ish, those people raise the most screwed up kids. The minute they get out of the house, they turn into crazies. And, and so, yes. fo- so folks, what I'm trying, and I mean, people say, well, why are my kids so screwed up? Why don't they want to hang out with me or talk to me? Why are they marrying these stupid people? Cause you did a bad job with them. Now let's regroup, apologize. Like Kevin said, so significant to show your kids. I'm a human being and I messed up and I've seen some things I've done wrong. Would you forgive me? And, uh, and, and, and man, that makes a difference. And, you know, just loving people, picking up the phone and, and pointing out when, when your kids are screwed up, Hey, listen, I'm a parent forever. You know, these people who said I turned from a parent from a friend. Hey, I think I have a friendship with my kids, but I'm still their dad. And I live in the dad zone. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to tell them when I think they're screwed up. You know, I'm not going to question everything they're doing, but if I think they're doing something extreme and getting away from God, you know what, I'm going to tell them. And also, I'm going to say this, you know, if mom, uh, to this day, my kids are all grown. I mean, they've graduated from college. They, they have the kind of careers that people dream about having. They own their own homes. Things are going well. But to this day, if, if their mom raises their voice, they stop exactly what they're saying and apologize to her and get right or me and we were never heavy handed at discipline and stuff i'm just telling you there's a godly way of doing things and we're going to talk about that on the next two podcasts healing and the godly way of doing things we sure do love you folks honestly uh what an opportunity, what a liberty it is to be able to talk to you guys about this and what folks are going through and know that you're like us. You're gonna look out for people. We hope you have a great day. If we can do anything to help for help you, look for us at help uh at wounded spirits Facebook page and help wounded spirits Facebook page, Doug at wounded spirits.com. You all know Kevin Rob, R-A-U-B. We sure do love you. Have a great day and hey with that smile that only really God can give you today. God bless you. Bye-bye
0: unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and He will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com